calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to Story Smack. This is Story Smack, a podcast about stories and storytellers in the world of pop culture. My name is A. Kovacs, audiobook narrator and founding partner at Empty Set Entertainment. And my name is Scott Sigler. And this is a Sigler Fest 2K18 Recap! An echo effect? Really? Yes. It's just that important, man. An echo effect. (laughs) Well, as we often say, this episode or this series is about stories and storytellers. Part of being a storyteller is gaining fans as your career grows and Mm -hmm. moves on. And for some creators, not all, but some... Mm -hmm. Taking care of those fans is a really big part of the business. We like to pay our respects to Scott's fans as often as we can. And one of the main ways we do this is with our annual Fan Appreciation Weekend, SiglerFest. And we just finished our eighth annual SiglerFest, SiglerFest 2K18 in Las Vegas. And now that we're back and finally recovered, uh, we want to brag about it and tell all you guys how freaking great it was. (laughs) Okay, but first let's back up because... Uh, we'll get into the ins and outs of SiglerFest 2K18 in a little bit, but uh, it's a lot I did, of ins and outs, man. Yeah, I, I did get you a little like oh. celebratory treat. Is that right? What'd you get me? Well, oh, look at this. Oh, Glenn Gooley Blue. Is this real? I mean, it looks and smells like scotch. <laughs> we might have to try it. <laughs> they really make the Glenn Gooley Blue. Wow, uh, check that out. So we'll have to we'll have to take a nice picture with this and use it as the uh, art. For oh, the, fair uh, enough, for the yeah. episode. Um, Technically, I don't they don't really make Glenguli blue. Oh, you're pouring drinks. Um Well you can't you can't put a bottle of scotch in front of a guy and then expect fair. him to not have his Glenguli blue. Fair. Uh so the theme, we always have a theme at Sigler Fest. Oh Lord, that's a lot of Glenguli blue. <laughs> Would you like some Glenguli blue? Yeah, but too? less. <laughs> oh Lord. There you go. Thank you. Oh Lord. Before we begin, cheers to you. Cheers to you who did most of the work for SiglerFest. Cheers, lady. And cheers to all of the people who joined us. So uh, I gave you- I didn't slurp. Yes, true. Well, that was a stronger pour than I had anticipated. I told you, you had poured quite a lot of scotch in that. (laughs) I I tried to tell you. Yes. Um, So each year for SiglerFest, we have a theme. In case, just a a, a general overview. SiglerFest is a fan appreciation weekend. We started eight years ago, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. to say thanks to the people who really truly are part of the community, part of, um, you know, your fans and friends. And and these are the same folks who every time you have a a book tour and you go to a new town and you have the book signing and then you go out to a pub afterwards, these are some of those folks. But these are also folks who... You know, find us online at, yeah. at Sigler Junkies. Yeah. Find you on the website at scottsigler.com. It's one of those things where I have my um, 
creators mm-hmm. that I am just absolutely enamored with. Uh, and and that's kind of what, the people have been coming to Sigler Fest for many years. It was a little bit smaller group back then. Now it's, I'm sure you'll talk about this, now it's bigger. And we had a lot of new people. So people have who have never met me before, because we haven't been on tour in a while, are like, God, I just love this guy's work. Oh, a chance to come hang out with him. And they come out and it's great. Yeah. And so each year we have a theme. This year, the theme was, it's always a takeoff of something that's pop culture related this mm-hmm. year. Archer had its neck, its new season this year was Archer Danger Island. Yes. So we decided it would be Sigler Danger Sigler Island. Sigler Danger Island. Archer, Sterling Archer's favorite scotch is Glengooley Blue, which is why I got you as a thank you or a, a finishing sort <laughs> of And a do you treat. know where I'll be when I finish this glass? No. Danger Zone! <laughs> Especially because it's a quite heavy pour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you actually brought it up. It started uh, kind of as a, as a much smaller thing. Um, yes. We talked to our good friends at Balticon and mm-hmm. asked if they wouldn't mind if we did a proof of concept um, the day before Balticon started. We wouldn't overlap at all with their programming, but if we could do it the day before, people were already coming in for Balticon. They might come in a day early to spend some time with us. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, I think there were about 50 people at that yeah, first was, one. It, which 56? we were, I, and I was blown away by that. I was like, holy yeah. crap, this is amazing. Yeah, and it was proof of concept. We kind of sorted out the kinks. Um, and so, yeah, some of those folks only ever made it to that one Sigler Fest because we moved the next year across the country. Some folks mm-hmm. join and every year it gets a little bit bigger. Um, this year, an interesting thing happened. And first, we're actually going to talk about the event a little bit. And okay. then I'm going to talk about the interesting thing. But I'll tell you now, Sigler Fest scaled this year big enough that it was too big for me to handle like I expected to handle. Because you do, you do everything. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm on camera, so to speak, twenty four seven during Sigler Fest, and try to make as much time as I can to chat with people and sit down with people, and and then of course do all the programming, all the the skits and the comedy and the readings and and the games and all the things we do. But you are the one who you're Machiavelli sitting there. <laughs> well, you know what? Sat- That's actually not a bad way to look at that yeah. Machiavelli because I do it all because. You know, this is really our way to give, to try and give back to some of the community that supports your yes. work and supports mm-hmm. us so, so um, tenaciously. And it matters to me to do it right. And this year, it absolutely scaled too big for me to do what I would have liked to do. Mm-hmm. And instead, I kind of spent the whole time kind of putting out little fires before they yeah. became bigger yeah. fires and stuff like that. And frankly, there have to be people who came to this Sigler Fest who were like, that was awesome. I, I, I kind of feel like I would have liked to hang out more with Scott <laughs> or A yeah. or whatever. And that's exactly how I felt all weekend. Um, and uh, and so we'll talk a little bit about that at the end, but I'm working on ideas to put things in place to make it a little bit different. Okay. But all right. we learn every year. And we, I will you know, tell you, I had, I had a fucking good time. Yeah, it was. It was super fun time. Started on, we at... We, Every year before this one, um, except for the first year, which was only one day long, um, Mm. we would go to a hotel, go to the hotel in Las Vegas. That's the deal. You show up at the hotel when you, when the event starts, you never leave the hotel for any reason. Uh, I mean, the first year we did excursions. It's not the Hotel California. (laughs) You can check out and go where you want, but we try and make, you don't have to go anywhere. You can stay there and enjoy the whole thing. Oh, the attendees can do anything they like. Oh, you're talking about me. We're promising that you never leave the hotel. It is Hotel California for me. Yeah. But this year we replaced Thursday night, which was a meet and greet. And, uh, and then we would go to the movies, have some dinner and go to the movies with a rock show with your band. My band, Evan Diamond Library. Yes. Led and, by uh, the uh, fantastic Miss Evan Diamond. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put on a show. people have heard of, uh, have heard here on yeah. Story Smack. So. Yeah. Um, and that went great. The whole uh, 
first 40 minutes or so went great. Yeah. And then you decided it wasn't <laughs> rock enough and you took a stage dive. Uh, that's Saying I decided uh, is, is a little bit I was trying grandiose. to give you a little bit of no, control there. No, I tried to turn on a pedal with my foot. Uh, there's pedals that change the tone of your guitar. So I tried to turn on my foot. I missed as I was backing up. I reached out to try and hit it again, still backing up. And then I think it was the little bit, eight or nine pounds of the bass that uh, just as I was backing up, I kept trying to get my foot under me. Couldn't do that. And one, two, three steps fell off. Fell first. I thought I fell off the stage. No, based on the bruising pattern and the the cracked ribs and the analysis (laughs) of the video that we, the closed circuit TV video that we got, uh, I landed on the corner of my amp on my, on my, uh, my hip. So what, what would you call it? my championship belt left area? I think, my, th- I mean, my hand, love handle. I landed on my love handle. Yeah. And uh, thank goodness. Too. <laughs> yes. The one few, the few areas on my, I only have padding on two areas of my body, love handles, belly. Everything else is pretty, pretty lean. Hit the love handle. That hurt. Then I fell, knocked over all my own bass guitars. Ooh. And then I landed on my ribs on the edge of the stage. So while my feet were sticking up. Yeah. And uh, photographer and also Superman, yeah. Bruce Press, had to sprint in and he grabbed my legs as they were sticking straight up and kept me from falling any farther. And he, he I actually talked to him after the fact because, um, of course, he's fantastic, all around fantastic. He's a man of action is he, what he right. is. Right. He's a he is. He was also a rock star that night. Because, totally and he said, too. I like I saw at first I thought, you know, it was part of the show and then I realized he was going over the back of the stage and I just grabbed him by the belt I was like well thank goodness because you really did and I think we you, we did you you have seen a doctor you are still recovering yes. you're almost fully recovered more, more damage than I would have liked to admit yeah and uh the doctor kind of he confirmed that you give your ribs a really good crack but they weren't displaced and that's good yeah, um, that's very however good. he also kind of said like good thing you have this gigantic bruise and hematoma on your hip because that would have broken your ribs and and i think from from oh, the God. pathway of your recovery for the last couple of weeks uh-huh. had you broken your ribs it would have been quite a different signal well, best because you just sort of uh soldiered on through i would like to think that if i'd broken my ribs i would have taken a short break and got him to finish the show. But I did finish. I got back up. I came back on the same song. Yeah. Um, kudos to uh, Nick and John and Evan in the band. They just kept playing. They just dropped right, out. Right, because the show playing. must go on. And then it was oh, up and, and I, we finished also, the show. Also, of course, I'm so focused on this because this has severely impacted Empty Set for the it past couple of weeks. It certainly has. Um, but the show was opened by uh, Voodoo. By Steve Bickle. Steve Bickle he did, did stand-up routine. Yeah, That's he right. did. And it was... It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. He's so lovely and curates that uh, to the crowd at hand, people mm-hmm. he knows really well from the Facebook group, that kind of thing. It's fantastic. And, you know, he he tailored his stand-up routine to Sigler-specific comedy and a few outside things. Right. But mostly... He wrote it specifically to the crowd. I was fucking delighted. I, yeah, it was just it's amazing. Great. He's Such got a great, thing. great stage presence, and uh, I yeah. wish him well on his aspirations as a stand-up comic. <laughs> so that night goes okay, and uh, Sigler Fest in general, the first night, I think next year, we'll also have a stage show. Hopefully. With no stave di- stage diving. I No, um, no. And, uh, and then after that, we kind of send you, I mean, that night was a little different, but normally you... Junkies head down to the, a bar in the hotel lobby. We go down there too. You go down there and hang out. Mm-hmm. Your job at Sigler Fest is really just to be as available as you can for as much time as exactly. you can. Exactly. And uh, my job is to do that to a little bit of a lesser degree and then um, 
and then wake up at 5 a.m. every single day. Mm. And I always have to wait. It's such a it's such a funny thing because I, I folks who know us know that I you and I met because I had read Infected and I was a fan and yeah. I um, met you at a couple of conventions and that kind of thing. And um, there's still always a part of me that doesn't want to miss a thing. I never want to miss a thing at Sigler Fest because I'm I am also a junkie, you mm-hmm. know, except that weighs with my my mature middle-aged mind that says oh honey you ha- you always have to get up at 5 a.m you always have to have a pre-show meeting with the event manager right. at the hotel for you, any event you right. need to go to bed yeah. and then it'll be like you it's know, hard to do one i do think two. i'm kind of hoping next year that you will wear a white jack white suit jacket and shave your head and because you're so Dr. Evil for this shit. <laughs> you're just so, so well organized. It's, it's definitely a tag team thing. We could not do a Sigler Fest without you. And we could not do a Sigler Fest without me. It's kind of great. True. True. Well, I mean, I, that's a funny, it's funny you say that because I do think we've had a couple of other creators, a couple of other writers um, talk to you about h- how you do this. And there's a couple of other writers who do like a summer Jeremy event. Robinson Jeremy does Robinson one. does yeah. Robinson Fest. Where, and I think that's like a Pierce day. Pierce Brown does one too. He did yeah. one. I don't know if he'll do it again, but he did one. Right, 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 right. So uh, Robinson Fest seems a lot more akin to Sigler Fest. Yeah. I think it's just a day or so, but it's excursion based. Uh-huh. So he does like a, kind of like if you went on a cruise, like a Jonathan Colton cruise or Boating, something. Boating, hiking, he, like that you, kind of thing. Yeah. And he joins you for all those things. Ours is a little different. Our programming is all Sigler specific and fan specific and stuff like that. We try and incorporate the, the, fans at large. And I think uh, Howler Fest, Pierce Brown's Howler mm-hmm. Fest was a little bit more uh, in the middle of those two, where he did a lot of things that were special for the folks who showed up there. Um, but his was only an afternoon, so yep. I, I'm not exactly sure. And they, they had different levels and that sort of thing. And we talk a lot about this, and I'm going to actually talk about this with lots of, of the attendees uh, this year and past can, can years. Can I make a quick side note? Sure. If you like my stuff, you would love Jeremy Robinson's stuff, and you would love Pierce Brown's stuff. True, Continue. true, true, true. Um, and Jonathan Mayberry's, because he's actually talked Very to us similar. about how we do Sigler Fest and that kind of thing, and I would love to go to a Mayberry Fest. That'd I be have a good time. You. It would be so fun. So anyway, uh, we do this... Um, and, and keep trying to make it special for the people who make that trip out because our whole ethos at Empty Set is to make cool things for cool people. Mm-hmm. And we work under the idea that nobody, you, you cannot spend anything more precious than time. Right. And people spend their time not only reading your books and enjoying your books, and I and I hope that it's enjoyable for them. But the folks who come to Sigler Fest are literally taking vacation days and paying yeah. for flights and hotels yeah. and all that it's stuff. So deal. we want to make it uh, accessible. We so we it, take it super duper seriously that people are going to take two, three, even four days to come and spend money to come hang out with us. It's a yeah. big deal. And so uh, Thursday, that's Thursday. That was pretty big night. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then. Uh, then we hang out casual time. Um, there have been in years past, one of my favorite after hours, non-programming things um, was a, uh, a, a huge raging voluminous ongoing debate about who was the baddest ass in the hundred acre wood. Yeah. And it went probably 45 minutes mm-hmm. at least or an hour. And it was both sides and I think Piglet, I think Piglet uh, came out I on top because he had psychotic uh, Rue, tendencies. I think Rue, Rue ended came up. out on yeah, top. Okay. Yeah. Cause you never quite know. And he's, you know, he's sort of the secret weapon. 
Mm-hmm. hidden oh, there, you yeah, know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong, though. I can't. I can't what remember. I mean is I loved that. And it was super fun. I don't really remember the end. I just remember. Just I'm, I'm just glad I was there. So, so if you are not gathering this, if you've never been to a Sigler Fest, there's a lot of booze involved. Mm. If you're not a drinker, it's no problem. We had several uh, teetotalers this year, mm-hmm. but the people who came and liked to imbibe had a pretty good time imbibing and being involved in all the craziness. Also, since you... Uh, since you injured your your hip and your rib in front of all of yeah. the Sigler Fest yes. attendees who were in Las Vegas on Thursday night, um, I had a whole bunch of offers for pharmaceuticals to help you. And some of them, you know, Co- your dad was there, Coach was there, and yeah. Coach um, delayed a, a, a back surgery so yeah. that he could come to Sigler Fest because that's the way the Siglers work. That's how Siglers roll. And so immediately, uh, Ma and Coach were there, and Ma was like, Coach has... Coach has meds to help a, a painful back. <laughs> I'll tell a, I'll tell a funny story. I, we're t- I'm totally taking you off track. I know you got a plan here, but um, the next day, the next day, Friday, I yes, I was in pain, but the show must go on. Pe- mm-hmm. End of period. End of story. People paid money to come. They're going to get a show, and I'm not going to let this get in the way. And you then refused I used to go to the ER. I wasn't going to the ER. I wasn't doing it like well, uh, unless if I die in the night, then that solves that. If I don't, I'll make it till Monday. Uh, I come in. And uh, mom comes up and she goes, I heard you, I heard you fell. Cause I fell in the second set. I think, I don't know if they saw it or not. She's like, I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, show me the bruise. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a fancy pants author. There are 60, 70 people who came to see me at the show and more coming in every minute. And I'm like, mom, it's, it's totally fine. I'm a middle-aged man. I, I got this. I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. And she's like, show me the bruise. I'm like, mom, I got this. She's like, show me the bruise. Did she? Did she bust out Scott Carl yes, Sigler? She did. Scott Carl Sigler, you show me that bruise right now. And like a deer in the headlights are froze. I'm like, God damn it. She's not going to go away until I do this. So <laughs> I got my shirt and let my mommy look at my little ouchie. But you know what? Like, <laughs> I mean, Bruce Press photographed it on Sunday too. Cause yeah, it just we'll have kept... to post a bru- picture of the bruise with this. Oh yeah. It's was, not, it's if you guys, if you guys are sitting there going like, whatever, you got a bruise, tough, but you know, Buckle up, princess. Guess it's it's a four-wheel yeah. bruise. Well, and I guess maybe people listening didn't see it at all, but nobody there thought that. And oh, literally, no, what you I saw could it, no. spread my the the fingers on one hand out as far as they could go, yep. and the bruise was bigger than that, bigger than my whole hand, wow. outstretched hand. But um, so Friday uh, comes, and Friday we do. In case you've never been to a Sigler Fest, we do a handful of things um, that have been incorporated over the years. The junkies themselves uh, do a themed cake every year. It's yes. got a Sigler theme. Yes. And uh, that comes in on Friday morning. People take pictures of it. It's Las Vegas Cakes. Custom Cakes makes it. Las Vegas Custom Cakes makes it. And it's glorious every year. And they're such lovely folks. And uh, Stephanie Harvey uh, spearheads that whole effort and uh, knows them really well and always get gives them copies of the books and things like that. They're such lovely people. Both the Harveys and the cake makers are so cool. So Friday that happens in the morning. And then halfway through the morning, um, we do something called cake and celebrations. And that started a handful of years ago because there are two attendees who, uh, Danny Lundy has come to many, many Sigler Fests and, and one year decided he was, he had started talking to a girl he knew in high school and I, I say that this way because that that was what I knew back then. Mm-hmm. And she was going to come and uh, and they, I, I think, I might be wrong here, but I think they hadn't seen each other 
for quite a while. Okay. But they had been talking online and whatever, and they lived in different parts of the country, and they both came to Siglerfest, and they got married the following year. At Siglerfest. Uh, no, they got engaged, sorry. They got engaged, uh, they, they got engaged right. at Siglerfest, and then they got married the year after that, uh, the date so that they can make Siglerfest part of their ceremony, their, their honeymoon. Right. Which so, is great. Like, uh, as a creator, like, you guys are basing your honeymoon around my fan fest. Holy shit. Mm. That's a big deal. I mean, they went and did other things too, but well, they started. Yeah, but the there. other things yeah. were boring. Who cares? They <laughs> came to our sure fan fest. I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> okay. Well, there's other, never, I won't even go there. Okay. I'm not even going there. So, um, so we started doing that because we wanted to celebrate uh, Danny and Jen, Danny and Jen's wedding. Yeah. And then it just, it's one of my favorite parts of Sigler Fest. It's, it's literally, we ask anybody who is happy about anything, anything, proud of themselves about anything. And this year, Carrie Murray, it was her first year. She uh, just started travel nursing. Mm -hmm. And that gave her the ability and the flexibility and the funding, I guess, to come to Sigler Fest. Mm -hmm. And so she did, and she was super excited about it. And that's what she said. She's like, I just started travel nursing, and it's awesome, and I'm so happy about it. And that's exactly it, because... This is sort of about, about yeah. all of us, you know. We had we had people celebrating. I passed a class. I didn't think I was going to mm -hmm. pass. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we're, this is this anniversary. Actually, right. it's just it's a big part of our culture. A a you just said that we make cool things for cool people, and that's absolutely what we do. The other thing internally, our corporate ethos, if there is one, is 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 take the win, celebrate mm -hmm. the win, mm -hmm. whatever the win is, is small, big, whatever. You stop and you take a moment and you celebrate the fact. We accomplish this little thing, this medium-sized thing, this big thing. Right. Celebrate the win because life is so short and you don't want it to go by and look back, oh, I should have you know, celebrated the good stuff more because there's so much bad stuff coming down the road. And we celebrate them. We had everybody come up. Like, a lot of people took the mic, celebrated the win. It was glorious. Yeah. Uh, we also then had a handful of folks who this year, they celebrated 25 years married. And so... One attendee, Kelly McArdle, asked early on, asked months and months ago, hey, could I renew my, w would Scott renew my vows with my wife, who is also a friend and, a, you know, comes to Sigler Fest every year and is wonderful. And Jerry knew nothing about it. So I couldn't really put it on the agenda because it was a surprise for Jerry, the yeah. wife. Um, I'm saying the wife as if people don't know, but a lot of people listening well, might no, not people know. People don't right. sing don't know, right. Um and it was a surprise and she was quite surprised, but there was also another couple celebrating 30 or uh, 25 years together. Mm -hmm. And then there was a couple that got uh, good friends of ours. Uh, our in-house graphic designer, Scott Pond had a hell of a year. Um, he got married. He got, got and beat cancer. He had all sorts of stuff happen. So he big, and his it was wife, a big time. Yeah. yeah. So we started with this, uh, renewal of the vows for, um, the, t the 25 years, but then there were folks, uh, the Hugheses were celebrating 32 years and, um, Daryl Harris and Jenny Leah, they, I think are 30 something. There were a handful of people. And so what I, one of the lovely things about Sigler Fest is we were like, okay, anybody who wants in on this, you've been married 25 minutes, you've been married 35 years. Come on up, Scott, <laughs> Scott will do that. And I think that that was last minute and you sort of rolled with it because we ended up having, I think like Maybe ten couples celebrating yeah. there, yeah. and I and think even the wish stats were there. You had orange and black flower, like uh, that wasn't me. Made. That was people. Other pe other oh people God. did that. It yeah. was amazing. So I didn't even know it was coming. So and then I yeah. get up there and like, oh, guess what? You're going to go ahead and uh, remarry these people. And mm -hmm. I had a little bit of time to prep, but I. The thing is that this year, with so many people, we both fell behind, mm -hmm. and we normally we do an, an 
we still did an enormous amount of prep work. The enormous amount of prep work we do for this was not enough to get all the little things we wanted in. So I didn't have a chance really to prepare for that wedding yeah, ceremony. Like this we is pulled one it of, off. But one the flowers were like, everybody's holding a bouquet of, we should, I'll see if I can, somebody's got video of it. I'll see yeah, if I yeah. can post this in the show notes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but we did that. And, and again, this sort of spirit of, I, I, I started a couple of years ago calling this the best family reunion you never knew you needed or you never knew you wanted. And uh, that this year was really true because you were quite compromised for the weekend and did just, I mean, I think you might've stayed up later and done more goofing off had you not been uh, so I injured. I was on fucking autopilot, man. I, I, once we, we got done, we got done Sunday with football mm-hmm. and then Sunday wound up being a long day because I think my, my parents were still there. And then Monday came and we are smart enough now after eight years, we book an extra day in the hotel Mm-hmm. So we can just like, we don't want to drive seven hours right now. Just right. chill. And I was so, so wiped out on Monday. And I was like, oh, was I feeling all this pain during Sigler Fest? Because it didn't seem like it. Because the show had to go on. But as soon as the show was over, you're like, holy shit, this is a lot. Yeah. And, and, it, and you're still, I mean, you're mostly recovered now, mostly, but you're, yeah. still, you're still on the, and today is two weeks from the day of your injury. And the doctor said that this would be your minimum threshold for taking it easy. So... Anyway, so we do that. We do a live reading of a work in progress or a work nobody else has heard. This year was a story that will be out next year called Throwdown um, that will be in, a, in an anthology called Unfettered 3, I think, right? Correct. And, um, and obviously that's the third installment of Unfettered. They're short stories. This is a story that actually has one of our Sigler Fest attendees is the named main character. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another uh, scalability thing. I did not tell Lisa Make sure you're there for the work in progress <laughs> because it's your character, yeah. which I should have. And it's okay. She'll hear it later. It's fine. Yeah. And she, I already talked to her about it, but it, th- these are the things that now I know like, okay, all this has to be done ahead of time. So then we have lunch and then we did a story, live story smack, which you just heard about tremors. We just put it out. So if you're a routine listener of story smack, yeah, that's um, in the, that's in the feed and yep. that is at scottsegler.com slash podcast slash tremors. So you can yeah. go check that out. And then in the afternoon this year, for the first time, we had Evo Terra, who is one of the big granddaddies. He's the he's godfather. I'd say he is the godfather of podcast fiction. I'd yeah. say Evo is responsible for And Evo many would things. tell you he is definitely not the podfather because that's Adam Curry and he doesn't want that title. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but he really is. And he is, especially for fiction, he is a champion of, of uh, podcast fiction speculative fiction for sure yes and he did an interview with you which was lovely uh, and no and also i thought i thought it was gonna be like a serious a serious interview no he was doing his version of between two ferns yeah which was very fun and, <laughs> and i i figured it out about 30 minutes into the interview because i'm sharp mm-hmm. and it took me that long but yes yeah, it's, it's great we're gonna put that interview up too i think if steve iceberg rickyberg recorded it which we have not we still haven't gone through the recording so yeah. mm-hmm. people will get to hear that but yes As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. So uh, then we play. We played one game every day that uh, John Vizcara creates for us. This is Junkie Jeopardy, and Junkie Jeopardy has been with us since the very beginning. The first year in Balticon, Junkie Jeopardy was made with sheet protectors and different colored paper. Right. And so, and to say Junkie Jeopardy, take a step back. So basically, it's a Jeopardy game, and I was the MC, and three junkies come up and play just like regular Jeopardy. Except yeah, and they're all Sigler specific questions. Sigler specific questions, exactly. And we played the first year, and uh, John set up, we had all the questions taped up on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John knows, an enor- John is our continuity czar and knows an enormous amount about Siglerism, more than anyone else, including me. Yeah. And I couldn't answer most of his questions. And you routinely can't answer his questions, but he's smart about it now. Like that, we didn't see that coming because, of course, we're like, oh, sure, 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 sure. And ne- no, none of the three of us saw it coming. But also that first year, Callie, uh, who's one of the attendees, one of the, the, um, the tenacious junkies in the Sigler Junkies, she's lovely. She agreed to be our Vanna White. We call mm-hmm. her Vanna Black because we're we're orange and black. And uh, we did that on paper the first year. But now he's got this slick new program, which we can do it on with a projector and everything else. And it's lovely. I screw it up every year because I run the projector and I screw it up every single year. Um, now I look forward to it. And then we break. And with that night, we had a costume contest and drinks. And then we went bowling. On Friday night. We always do that. We bowl and we karaoke. Those are the evening activities. And the costume contest jumped up a notch. It, it really, really did. It was lovely. Yeah, it was really fun. And there were so, so many great costumes. You and I, this year we didn't costume at all. We normally, uh, n- we never judge uh, the costume contest because that seems unfair. This year we didn't costume. Um, but there were lots, lots and lots of Archer costumes that were awesome. There were a handful of Sigler costumes that were awesome. There were just costumes that were awesome. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorites, Daryl Harris came as uh, Danger Island, which was really fun. He Who, had like a pool floaty. It was great. Who came as Somali Midori? Uh, Sherry Hare did. Yeah. And that was exceptional. Somali Midori is the singer from the GFL series and dates yeah. quarterback Quentin Barnes. Yeah. And she dressed up like Somali Midori. It's friggin' yep. awesome. Yeah. And we had uh, a Molly McButter and we had um, we had a Frankie, 
uh, which is super fun. Had, Trevor Haney was Trevor Frankie. Haney was Frankie. Yeah. Um, Francis so, Dominic Olivieri, yep. my cousin, was great. Yeah. So anyway, we do we do that, then we go bowling. Yep. Um, this year we were at a new venue. I'll talk a little bit about some of the the things that I wanted. I want to uh, look at again for next year. Bowling okay. was sort of one of them. I'm not, it, it was fun and it was fine. I'm not sure that it was the better answer than just having costumes and cocktails. Okay. Um, and I'll probably do a, hand, do a handful of polls for any past Sigler Fest attendees to see what they think about that sort of thing. And then uh, end of the programming day and what I call casual hang time uh, at the end of the agenda, which I think this year went till 4 a.m. Not with you oh. or me, but I think the last stragglers straggled we're, home at we're four-ish. smart enough now after eight of these that we know friday night we cannot my usual mo in life and this is changing now as i'm getting a little older but the usual mo is like i go home from the party when everybody else has either left or passed out if there's yeah. no one left to talk to and my old college buddies and, and buddies in my 20s 30s will attest to this i'm up until there's no one left to talk to then i'm like oh jesus late i'll go home and we did that the first couple of Sigler Fests, especially the ones in Vegas, and paid a horrible, horrible price on Saturday morning for programming, coming in on two hours of sleep and hungover. But we go to sleep now, and we let we let them well, destroy themselves. Well, and you say themselves. that, but you, you went to bed at 2.30 in the morning. That's reasonable. That's, not, That's reasonable. Yeah, I mean, that is reasonable, but it's not, well, we go and let the kids hang out. Hey, as long as I get that. four hours of sleep, I'm fine. Oh, dude. And then I will say this. So uh, if you've never been to a Sigler Fest or you're not all that familiar with the the visuals of Siglerism, um, there are a handful of of Scott's quote-unquote cousins who come to Sigler Fest. One of them is Francis, who you just mentioned. Francis Dominic Olivier, uh, former mob guy. And we also have his cousin who's a game show host called Randy Randy Balls. Balls. Randy Uh, Balls, yeah. It's on my mom's side, Randy Balls. Yeah, yeah. Randy wore the most ludicrous, absolutely pumpkin orange, safety orange. I saw pictures. He looked good. Suit. He looked good. Um, and uh, if you had been wearing that suit, I bet it wouldn't have fit for how swollen your no, hips were. I'm sure it would not have. Yeah. I, I think it would have been hard for you to button your trousers <laughs> uh, for how swollen that hip was. But um Anyway, so we do uh, also on Saturday, programming is similar. We This year we added the Parsec Awards um, finalist announcement. That was very fun. It was and really Bruce, fun. Bruce Press stream. is deeply involved in the Parsec Awards. And deeply involved and such a good friend of ours. And so he's such a good friend to Sigler Fest. I, I mean, a good, he's good, a dear friend he's of a ours. He's a man of action. But, Bruce but, Press is a man of action. And he loves Sigler Fest like we love Sigler Fest. And, and we, you know, our history with the Parsecs, the Parsecs is award giving to excellence in speculative fiction podcasting. So if you are podcasting about speculative fiction or you're podcasting a novel, or if you show about Battlestar Galactica, et cetera, this is the award show dedicated to that particular niche and niche. And we have, we've won a couple. Um, and then at some point we just sort of like, all right, we're just, we're opting out. We've won a couple. This is a great, wonderful prize for people who are trying to climb their way into the publishing market. We've already got there. We're getting out of the way. So Bruce brought us back in. We've, I've hosted a Parsec Awards before. Yep. And I've he announced brought us, it. He announced it and he's brought, he brought us back in. We got to do the nominations for, like, these are the nominees for the Parsecs. It was right. super wicked fun. And Evo live streamed it to Facebook. It was really fun. Yep. Um, and then you we... Uh, we're going to, we did, I think he did another live reading that, that day. Then we did. What, what was we the other was at GFL six? Yeah. Uh, so if anybody. Full of spoilers. Yes. Full. Yes. So, if, and that we won't, 
We won't no, run that. You in guys the feed. don't get that. You um, only get you only get that if you come to Sigler Fest. Yeah, and so we asked. We asked, sort of at there's a couple of times during the weekend. This was one of them where we asked, like, please don't record this. Even like, just don't record this because it could change, and we don't, you know. Right. And and it's funny. I have. I always. Only when that matters, when we're talking about things that are sort of inside baseball for Hollywood or things like that and things like this that we don't want out at large. And um, and then I also we sell a lot of merchandise and I always just say like, yeah, you can PayPal me or pay me or whatever. And people are so unused to like, OK, well, I have these three shirts just right, prov- proving right. to you this is what I have. And I'm like, I don't you spent your entire you, you planned to come here. Like, I, I feel like you're not going to not pay me what you owe me. Right. It's going to be fine. And people are like, okay, but I, I can't so pay just, uh, just to summarize, I don't think if they come up to this merch table, grab whatever they want, and then you ask them to PayPal you later. And we totally trust them to Yeah, or just reasonable. give me whichever, however much money they think they owe. You know, that sort of thing. I mean, I tell them what everything costs, but this is another it thing does that I'll confu- do differently. It does confuse people. People are like, literally like, what I you learned don't think this I'm going to steal from you? Wait, what? Well, oh, that's you learn what I year? thought it was. But now I learned this year, part of it is I don't have pricing on the table Mm. because there's so few items so people don't quite like I say like if it's a new t-shirt it's 15 if it's an old Sigler Fest tee it's five and if it's you know these three teams that are not brand new we do need pricing on the table you're right we didn't realize that at 140 people now we need that 140 people yeah we had 146 register 139 showed up oh my gosh yeah it was a lot of people you guys may at home might be like oh you know that's that's not bad, but that's not a lot of people. When you are running this event and two people are running this event and one of the two people doesn't do anything but onstage talent, that's a lot. Or stage diving. Oh, That's a lot of people. It's We were surprised. We assumed like 140, oh, yeah. we'll handle this. And that's basically what you're saying this whole time. Like that was, yeah, last oh my gosh, it's so much more than we thought. Yeah. Last year there were 109 attendees. And that was pretty good. And yeah, and that I I think I managed fairly well. I I, got, so. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time with like for example, last year I met Matt and Christine Nielsen. Uh-huh. That was their first Sigler Fest. Okay. They're fucking glorious, lovely, cool fun, people. cool people. Yep. Just like everybody who comes to Sigler Fest. But I really enjoyed hanging out with them. And I was so excited to hang out with them this year too, because they were had, coming back. No and time. I, I I mean I saw them a little bit of karaoke, which had its own challenges for me. Um but I didn't get to see them. And I'm sad about that because it was so fun last year. And I was legitimately looking forward to, to getting to know them better, to hang out with them more. What, are, that we, kind of what thing. are we doing about that then? We bring we'll it talk in about somehow? it a little bit later. Okay. So we'll, we're, I mean, we can actually probably talk about that now. I should call um, you Achievelli. <laughs> Machiavelli, but starts with an A. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk. So the only other thing I think is there were also challenges I didn't see coming. Like we had a, a little glitch with our karaoke and so normally when I get to karaoke, I'm done, right? Once well, karaoke can starts. Can I talk about this? Is that sure. okay? Uh, quote, unquote, a little glitch. Uh, what she means is we used a karaoke company for Sigler Fest 2K17. Who and was they awesome. crushed it. They did a great job. You know, a good karaoke host knows what he or she is doing, and they just slayed it. We had a great party. We loved them. So she decides, I'm going to go with the same company. Cool. Smart, want all the same bells and smart whistles choice. is what I asked Smart for. choice. We're, yeah. all this, we're going to up-level. We're going to pay you guys more for all this extra stuff. And then what happened was, for some reason, they had some kind of a scheduling conflict. And the gentleman who came out, and don't get me wrong, he worked very hard oh, and so hard. did his best yeah. the first time he's ever karaoke'd. Yeah, he, he's a DJ. He's, he's a, a DJ. He's a regular he's DJ. He's not a KJ. Right? So he's not a KJ. So he came in. He didn't know how to set up the gear. Nobody had showed him how to properly set up the gear. He didn't have a book of songs. 
which if you've never karaoke before, this is the binders are quite important because the binders are like four inch binders full of of stuff, uh, like 5,000 songs that they can call up in their programming so that you can choose. And he didn't have, have he didn't have one. Normally, like last year, there were six and there's last year there were a hundred of us. We didn't need six binders. This year there wasn't even no, one. No binder. So he, he's basically like, just write down the song and bring it up. I'm sure I've got I, it. Right. He worked so hard. I, I oh. am not faulting this particular gentleman. Nope. And I've actually been in touch with the de- with it, the company it, it, again. A, I think it was like, it was a train. They probably have too much business. They got behind. No, they missed no, no. I've t- talked quite a lot oh, to yeah? the management company. And I think the, and they've been really, really good about handling all of this. And we're actually, believe it or not, we're going to use them again next year. I'm sure they're really um, good. Because we both, yeah. And what happened is I think there was a problem or a cancellation that day. So they literally scrambled to do anything they could because anything was better than nothing. There was a flaw for me in that they didn't tell me until I realized it for myself. Like there was this problem. But, you know, I I, I run a small business too and I kind of grok shit happens. Which you get as a vendor. But as a customer, you show up, they were... I believe 45 minutes late. Oh, no, there were two, he was two hours. Two late. hours late. Supposed to show up at 5.30. He showed up at 6.45. He's still setting up. I'm getting texts, don't show up for another hour because we're not ready. Didn't have a book mm-hmm. and was brand new to all this. Didn't know how to work the gear. And you had to you had to deal with, with 100 and... No, there were more than 140 at karaoke because people brought the significant others. Or friends or whatever. So yeah. like at least 150, maybe 160 people having a karaoke night and you had to fix all of those problems on the fly. Yeah, but that is part of the Machiavellian thing, right? Yeah. Because I also now will plan proactively for things like that. Because normally at Siglerfest, every other year when we got to this moment... Once I show up at karaoke, I'm kind of done with my event management job. Right. And I get to hang out like that's the night I spent a lot of time with the Nielsens who are so awesome, you know? Right. And I didn't do that. I couldn't do that because I had to kind of do that. Right. And I lost my voice, (laughs) which I love. I love to karaoke in general. And then I tried. And you... Well, no, it was your cousin. I didn't make it. I heard he all this second yeah, here. My yeah, cousin yeah, Stank. Yeah. My cousin Stank showed Stank? up. Stank, I'd never met before he's this my weekend. Cousin, he's my cousin, mother's side, twice removed. I love him, but he's a very good guy. He's a very slick cat, a, a little Sinatra esque. Uh, he might have an idolization issue with with uh, Stank. With Frank. He, I mean, with Frank. He, his name is actually Goldblatt, and he legally changed it to Sinatra. And his his name was Stank Goldblatt. I think his first name is is uh, Murray. I'm not sure because when he comes to the family reunions, he's always presenting as as Stank Sinatra, and he always has the, he always has the tux, unbuttoned bow tie. I will say the hat. he looked. I you mean, should have more family good. reunions because Stank was rocking. He had the trill. He had the fedora. He had, or the trilby. He had the beautiful, well cut nice tuxedo. Yeah. It was still orange and black. That's a thing your family has going of, for you. He told a lot of off-color stories. He's had a quite a twisted past. Uh, he should talk to Randy. Because <laughs> he showed up, he looks smooth as ice. And Randy showed up in an orange suit. They actually don't like each other. They I can like tell. Each other. I, yeah. can, I can see why. They're but both anyway. fighting for the spotlight. So here's the important thing. So that's fun. And, and it's a... It's a, I hope, a thing that people enjoy and it's something, you know, a break from their normal day because you don't normally karaoke with tutus and sure. and um, uh, tutus and, and wigs and all that stuff. Right. But um, it, I'm even having trouble doing this. I 
There are things that I will do differently next year, for okay. sure. Give me a couple. Um, there's a scalability issue that I didn't see coming. That is too many people for now, you know? Sure. And I didn't get to see people who I really, really liked. Things like this. I or always order tiny t-shirts because we have a service dog, Lily, who comes to Siglerfest. Mm -hmm. She belongs to the McArdle. She's our favorite live baby goat. Um, and it gives last year at Siglerfest. Was it last two year? Two years ago. Two years ago, people from the casino came rushing into our room because someone had reported that we had a live baby goat in the room. Uh, I wish we did because mm -hmm. that would be very satanic and awesome and evil. Turns out that we was had, we probably had Lily, Lily yeah. the service dog, who in no way looks like a baby goat. I mean, she does kind of. She has She's like a haircut. Yeah, she kind of has a sort of an angular hair. It, yeah, she doesn't really But anyway, like so we have Lily. So I have these little tiny t-shirts for the dogs and our dogs come. Our, the goddamn dog sitter, my good friend Amy Reed yeah. and, uh, and her beau, Jim Lockett, manage the dogs a, a lot when we're out of town, but also come to Las Vegas, stay at an Airbnb, Airbnb nearby the hotel so that they can bring the dogs for our group picture. Sure. And uh, I hardly got to see... I, I hardly got to see everybody who came to Siglerfest, so I had little T-shirts. I also had little T-shirts for like the um, Jen and Shannon who come every year. They have a daughter, and I had a T-shirt from for her. I I mailed out this week. I mailed out all the dog T-shirts because you for, you because didn't I just them. no, I had them. I just oh didn't God. have time. You had them. You didn't have time to give them out. I didn't have time to find them in the boxes of stuff. So uh, in 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 Midwestern parlance. We would describe that in crass terms as, ain't got time to wipe your own ass. Okay. Well, you know, I grew up in New York City, so I've not heard that. Uh, <laughs> and I don't need to hear it again. I don't know Fine. if I We're do, very honest in the Midwest. Yeah. We're very straightforward. People. So let me give you a little bit of stats. We um, drive a van and a um, fifth wheel trailer. Mm -hmm. we, we bring 17 crates, uh, four, four pop-ups. I think we bring a step and repeat and a handful of, of um, pop-up... Uh, Display banners. Display so banners, pop up, yeah, yeah, banners. Pop-up displays. Um, we obviously do the t-shirts. The Harveys live in Las Vegas. I mentioned Stephanie. Stephanie and JP uh, receive all the t-shirts there, so I don't have to drive them all the way out. Which and is we great. assemble the day before Thank Sigler you. Fest. Thank we, you, Harveys. Yeah, we assemble all the t-shirts and goodie bags and all that stuff. Yeah. But we bring about 17 plastic Target crates full of stuff, mm -hmm. uh, t-shirts, books, uh, the Hall of Fame, which is fan-made art and stuff yes. like that. Uh -huh. um, so we drive out the few days before Siglerfest to get there so I can meet with the hotel, do the walkthrough, all that stuff. We set up the Hall of Fame, which has your jerseys from high school, your letter jacket, things like that. Um, tons of Kraken's jerseys, orbiting death jerseys, all the great stuff that Gary makes for us over at uh, the fuck Podcast Junk. Podcastjunk.com, yeah. Yeah. So we have all that load in, and we get there early enough, and that all loads into... My room, right. because that that way I have a handle on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then when when we're done with it, the, this hotel is great. We moved to a new hotel this year, and I said this is a problem for me. And they're like, okay, load it all into your room, and then as you're finished with it, like once we're done with the rock show stuff, not your instruments, but the crates of stuff that go with it, because we also the instruments which were also in my room. I had yeah, all the PA the and all PA the gear and all that stuff. Right, um, and that. Uh, when we're done, the non-precious things, the plastic crates from Target full of orange and black fuzzy fun stuff just goes back to the bell desk and I pick it up when I'm on my way out. So okay. that's great at the new hotel. Mm -hmm. But we do all that stuff. There were a handful of things that I need to do better. And I find it really fascinating. I've been an event planner 
for a long time, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't do that as my day-to-day job anymore, but I did it as my day-to-day job for 10 years, you know, Mm -hmm. and I am good at it for sure. But this is so much more important to me because this really does feel like family to me. Yeah. And so I learned, you know. What do you call it? The the best family reunion. The best family reunion and you never knew you needed. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a handful of things that I will do if we, if we continue to scale. And I think we always grow, we always grow by about, registrations grow by about 25 to 30% every Ooh. year. And then we normally have about a 15% drop off people who register, but then at the last minute can't attend. It didn't happen this year. No, it didn't happen this year. It's, it's great, but it caught me off guard. Sure, so sure. Anyway, so the new hotel there's a lot of great things about the new hotel. There's a handful of things I have to sort out for the new hotel. One of them is that the new hotel has, of course, different businesses, like the Steak and Shake, for example, that's in the South Point. Delicious. Delicious, but also a separate business from the South Point. Okay. So that is considered outside food. So if you bring, if you go down and get Steak and Shake and you bring it to the meeting room, you are bringing outside food and drink into the meeting room, that which seems, is no problem at lunch. seems ludicrous. Except... Yes, and and the hotel staff, the event and the and the banquet staff also think it's ludicrous. But it is what it is. Okay. They have they have to tell me no outside food and drink. I'm obligated by my contract to tell everybody else. So I have to figure that out. I also have to figure out some sort of help and and like somebody else to work with us during that during the event for all the processizable things like handing out t-shirts and stuff like that because like I'm mad I didn't get to, I'm, I'm mad I didn't get to meet the the like really meet. I got to say hello to, but I hardly got to meet the 37 new attendees who sure. had never been to a Sigler Fest. Sure. So I didn't get to hang out with the Nielsens. I didn't get to hang out with the with Jen and Shannon, who I mentioned. I didn't yeah. get to hang out with my best friend. Who so came. what are we doing to fix that, dog? So next year, there's a handful of changes. I'm not sure what it's going to be for the outside food and drink, but I'll work on that. Um, but there is a handful of things, and we're going to do a few things. One, we'll definitely have more help next year. Yeah. Two, yeah. this year we introduced... Orange and black lanyards. If you had been to a Sigler Fest before, you got a black lanyard. Great idea. Yeah, it wasn't mine. And unfortunately, I can't remember whose it was, but so it was you glorious. Knew, you knew you got an orange? If you were brand new, you got an orange. Uh-huh. And I said to everybody, every single person who came in, if you have an orange lanyard, your only job is if you are unhappy, tell me why and give me a chance to fix it. But if you have a black lanyard. Your job, your only job is to meet people with an orange lanyard and make them feel welcome. Exactly. And which get is, to know Which them. is what this whole thing is all about. And that worked to a very large degree, but we are a finite resource, you and me. And so we have to figure out how to like make you more or me more available from the non... The, it largely, like, at this point, it largely comes down to you because this is what a lot of my... Um, colleagues in writing don't understand. We've done a whole episode before Friday Fix called I Want an A. Mm -hmm. Your name is A. They want a person who works, who does all the magic that you do. For me, they want one for themselves. And right off the bat, we say, great, give her half, give her 50% of your business, him or her 50% of your business. And you two will flourish together until you're of old age. And they, the conversation ends immediately because most people, the vast majority of people won't even consider that. We did that. But part of that is now that you are 50% of empty set entertainment, you are very much front and center. And at SiglerFest, you are a celebrity and people want to hang out with oh, you. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't exactly say it that way, but they know me because I'm the ones who email, every, I'm the one who emails everybody but and all that stuff. But people want to see you and hang out with and you. And I want to meet them too. And, and I want to hang out with them too. We are a victim of our own success. We are hoisted on our own petard. We have done so well doing such a good job to give people such a great time in Vegas at SiglerFest. Now we had 
37 new people in addition to the people who come back every year and you were too slammed with work to get to right, chat with them, which is what has made Sigler Fest is the chatting. And that's kind of my own fault and kind of a thing well, I couldn't see coming. You don't know it's what you don't both, know. Right? You don't know what you don't know. So there's a few things. Next year, I'm also going to introduce a white lanyard and a white, white lanyard. lanyard. So there's going to be orange, black, and white. And orange will be brand new uh, Did you know those are the colors of the Kraken? I did. Okay. I, so. it, it's almost like I play. I'm on my second glass of Glen Gooley Blue, so expect my commentary to derail um, here. So oranges are new peoples. Orange are rookies. They have never They're been rookies. to a Sigler Fest Great before. Great phrase, yes. Black is you've been to a, at least one Sigler Fest before. Yep. And white, I'm not exactly sure what they'll be called, but some form of Sigler ambassador. Coaching staff. Coaching staff is great, yeah, or special teams or something like that. Yeah, coaching staff Both is awesome. Because... What I want for the white lanyards are people, I mean, I hate to keep picking on them, but I'm so sad I didn't get to hang out with them. The Nielsen's might be that. They might, they might get them because they're, new, they're newly at Sigler Fest just a few years. And so they have a different perspective from somebody who's been to all eight. Or, or the people who've been to, yeah, all eight. Right. right. And, the, all the and there could be people like, um, like maybe John Vizcarra, who literally knows more about your books than you do, Correct. that kind of thing. Correct. So we'll figure that out. There'll be maybe 20 or so ambassadors. Okay. I'll probably also sort out what happens. And I'm going to do this by emailing people who want to fill out, who want to give me information. Um, you know, people who have been to Sigler Fest before. One big problem I have is I want to jam pack the agenda so that people get fun, cool things, but then they don't even have time to eat or rest or anything like that. But I feel like if you come all this way to hang out with Scott, I'd, I don't want you to have a three-hour break in the afternoon where you're on your own. So I have to sort that out, too. Okay. And um, and then, you know, like I said, I'm open to – I understand that scalability for me was an issue this year. Um, as a fan of Siglerism, as a fan of Sigler fans, and as a, an event manager. So we'll sort of sort that out as Good. well. Good, And then I think uh, we may or may – like I said, we may or may not bowl. We – Probably we'll do, obviously do a costume contest again, all those sorts of things. But really, I, we're finally at a point where it's a fan appreciation weekend. And now the, the, the fans at large and, and the fans who come to Sigler Fest will influence what we do next year. It's, at this point, it's, the increases are becoming exponential. And it's a small percentage exponential increase. But uh, I, I, next year could get fucking nutty because we got yeah. a lot of new stuff coming out. A lot of new stuff in the podcast is going to be out, and we're going to get a lot of new fans. Plus, I I got the feeling, the instinct of so many people now who are Sigler fans and junkies. I've just they're fed up. They're like, God, it looks like you guys have so much fun, and this year looked like the most fun ever. I've got to, I finally got to get there next year. <laughs> I'm glad you. I was like, fed up. Wait, what? No, they're just like they've I'm wanted to come. They've wanted to come, and now they're like fuck it. I am squirreling away those days. I am going. This is going to be fun. So I think next year could be even a bigger bump. And we, yeah. I'm glad that you're looking, looking towards the future, looking towards the future, young lady and planning ways that we will properly entertain the masses. I mean, speaking of the future, yeah, we, if you're willing, we uh, could actually just tell them, tell them, Oh, like the our plan theme, for next year. The, yeah, the, the theme, dates, the theme, think, all that I jazz. I think you can do that. Go for it. Let's well, do it. Well, why don't you tell them what the theme is? Uh, the theme for Sigler Fest 2K19 in Las Vegas is in a world 
where people have lost their... No, that's that's the movie guy voice. The theme for Sigliverse 2K19 is the Sig Bang Theory. <laughs> the Sig Bang Theory. So if you are a fan of the TV show, The Big Bang Theory, you know that this and is most its last nerd, most season. Most nerds are. Yeah, yeah. You know this is its last season. It's coming into... In 2019, will it be its last season. So it's part of a tip of the hat to our friend Bill Prady, who yep. we both know. Um, Bill Prady is the producer, one of the producers of The Big Bang Theory. And it's just... Just a constant Michigander and a Michigander and a lovely human being. Good and dude. so Good there's dude. part of that, but there's also, you know, all the themes of Sigler Fest are play on your name. So the yep. Bang Theory is next year. It is in Las Vegas. It's October, um, the weekend. It's always the weekend of indigenous peoples slash Columbus Day. What are the dates? It's the 9th through the 13th. 9th Pro- through the 13th. Official programming is Thursday night. Uh, which is not the ninth. I think that might be the The 10th, the 10th through Saturday night. That's official programming, but show up on Thursday afternoon, stay till at least Sunday evening because Uh Sunday morning, we all go down to the the sports book and we watch great. You guys might not think this is a great time going down to watch football with a hundred plus junkies and completely taking over part of a casino is friggin' glorious. And and here's the thing. Like, I d- never even liked football until I met you. I'm mean, not that I didn't like football, but I never, like, I never paid attention to football. My family is big Jets fans. I became a Jets fan because you insisted I pick a team. That's right. And now I'm like, which you, I hate. You but, bleed green and white, bro. But going to Sigler Fest and watching football at Sigler Fest is so great because, like, for example, this year I mentioned earlier my friend Kelly McArdle. Kelly was... We were at the sports book. The sports book has projection TVs. Uh-huh. They're five feet tall. Yeah. They're projected screens. And he was up at the screen and pacing back and forth like he was waiting for his firstborn. Uh, because he's more, a Browns This is more fan. important than the firstborn. The Browns winning is more important than Especially any Especially this season. The Browns had a terrible season last year. Very so they're terrible. doing they're doing well this year. And he was and he was talking to the TV and he was talking to the crowd. It was gorgeous. Even <laughs> if you don't like football, you were like, oh, that man. Yeah. Buy that man another Guinness. Goodness. And and the Browns won. Also, as it happens, this year was the very first year that your Lions and my Jets. Browns, both Lions, won and Jets all won. At Siglerfest. So that was lovely. So if you're coming to Siglerfest next year, if you are listening to this, the registration for Siglerfest 2K19 is live. It's already a it's is yeah, that if at, you can uh, hear me Scottsigler.com slash Siglerfest? Exactly right. Scottsigler.com slash Siglerfest. You can register for Siglerfest 2K19. Here's how it works. If you register early and you can't come, you realize next year you can't come. If I haven't ordered the t-shirts yet, I'll refund your and money. How how long before the event do you order the t-shirt? About three weeks. So you could register today. And which you, is all the way into October 2019 still cancels that right no no it's it's, it's so, mid-september right it's mid it's it's kind of yeah it's mid-september ish yeah. so that's very that's and very that's also true of the hotel friendly rooms. and forgiving right yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can sign up you can book the hotel you can pay your money and then if something comes up in your family or work schedule or whatever you get a new job you can't go mid-september you still can cancel going your money back yeah and some folks do this they prefer to get the goodie bag which has you know this year, the goodie bag had an Evan Diamond EP, the new EP that's coming out next sure. month. It had a T-shirt, wow. obviously. That's it nice. had um, Reese's Pieces because that's your favorite candy. It had magnets, which we don't sell, but will soon sell in the store, but don't yet sell. So it had a GFL magnet and an empty set magnet in there. Um, a handful of things like that. So you can choose to get your goodie bag, or you can choose to get a refund if you cancel early enough. If you cancel after I've ordered already ordered the T-shirts, you can get your T-shirt, your goodie bag and T-shirt. Very cool, very cool. So 
If you're interested in SiglerFest 2K19, go to scottsigler.com slash SiglerFest and register. And if you have any questions, you can always reach me at uh, info at empty set, and yeah. I will answer any and of those. And if you guys are if you guys are on the fence, if you're listening to this and you did not come to a SiglerFest, we're 55 minutes into this podcast. And if you are still listening and you've not been to one, you obviously want to go. So I, I we, and A and I hope we see you there. So. Uh, so that is our is our meandering wrap up for SiglerFest 2K18, yes. and we absolutely hope you join us next year. Um, you know what? We did learn some lessons at this. We sure did. Also, we rocked, and I would like to point out for Josh and for all of the diehard Sigler Josh junkies, and probably Voodoo, and uh, definitely Callie and JP. I would like to probably... point out I have photographic evidence proving that I won the body main world championship oh, of 2018. That is not a real event. It is a real event. I've been trying to get it on the agenda at Sigler Fest since Sigler Fest won. Uh, and you have blocked me. 2K1 team. 2K1 team. But now <laughs> I not only have a championship belt, courtesy of Josh Athanas, who made a GFL championship belt. Which you belt, also have to link to a picture of. I'll put a picture of that up. But I would like everyone to know that I won the body main world championship. And now that the event is canceled, I will retire as the lifetime world champion of body main. <laughs> woo! 16 time body main world champion. Oh, woo! Oh, Lord. Yes. My yes. goodness. Well, we hope you have enjoyed episode 41 of Story Smack. You can find Scott and I online. Scott is at Scott Sigler on Twitter and Instagram. And his Facebook page is facebook.com slash Scott Sigler. I am at a real girl on Twitter and at a.real.girl on Instagram. You can find us online at facebook.com slash storiesmack, and we'd love to see your comments there. You can always find us on iTunes. Search for Scott Sigler Audiobooks and subscribe. You'll get a free, unabridged audiobook episode every Sunday. We hope you subscribe to Scott Sigler Audiobooks so you can have more Story Smack goodness in the future. And we really, really hope you hope to see you guys at SiglerFest 2K19. But until the next episode of Story Smack, we will talk to you all real soon. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.